Well, hey there. This is Jim. And I was just thinking. Decided to talk to you. I'm out for a walk on a lovely Sunday morning. and I have already been back from church so that part of our Sunday is behind us and I have the rest of this gorgeous gorgeous day in front cloudless skies nice little breeze about low 70s right now just just one of those days where you like we could freeze frame this right here I'd be good with this weather for eternity so it was cloudy and drizzly all day yesterday so I think that helps to uh, to make days like this even more appreciated than they even would have been otherwise. Even though if it was sunny and beautiful yesterday I'd still be ecstatic today. But there it is. So shocking news for you depending upon when you listen to this And that is, about the end of this week, we will already be halfway through the month of July. Where the heck is our summer going? It was just May, yesterday. Here it is at the end of this week. We're going to be halfway through the month of July, which for some of you means that you'll be looking at returning to shul, as Megamind would say, in about a month. That'll be it. Of course, where I grew up, we had until the Wednesday after Labor Day, but, but yeah. <clears throat> so the summertime things are happening. One of those things around here is something referred to as the York Fair. So the York Fair is the longest running fair in the United States. It's been going since 1790-something or whatever been going a long time and uh, it is the closest thing we have here in Pennsylvania to a state fair because Pennsylvania doesn't do state fairs it does regional fairs 
Now, the York Fair used to happen the week after Labor Day. It's kind of nice because if you wanted to get your fill of state fairs, us being betwixt and between the states of New York to the north and Maryland to the south, well, you could go to the Maryland State Fair, which is in Baltimore, the uh, the last week of August through, yeah, right around Labor Day. And, of course, at the same time, you could also then make a trip up to Syracuse, where the Great New York State Fair, that's actually its name, was happening. I think they've even ex- ex- expanded uh, it out further. The, the New York State Fair used to always end on Labor Day, but I think they may have even expanded even a little further past Labor Day now. And then, of course, when Labor Day came around, that was the start of the York Fair. And the York Fair would run for about 10, 10 days to 10 to 14 days. So you had that nice early September weather here to do the York Fair. But I forget when they moved it. Um, amazing the number of things you'd be... I've lost track of since the land of COVID descended on us, but uh, yeah, I think it was pre-COVID. I think it was probably yeah, might have been twenty, might have been twenty nineteen, maybe even as early as twenty eighteen, um, <clears throat> that they moved it to uh, to mid to late uh, July, which is about the hottest time of the year <laughs> to have a state fair in this area. So. <clears throat> Not exactly sure why they chose that, but suppose it was easier to get uh, kids to show up when they're out of school, because and that was would be the issue that you know most of the days that the York Fair was happening, the kids are in school. They've been in school since the end of August, you know. So unless you're going to catch them on the weekends, um, that was it. But one of the nice things about the York Fair, and I don't know if they still do it was is if you were off during the week all right so if you're going to go like monday through friday in order to encourage people to show up you could get free admission as long as you got there before you got there before 10 a.m you know so I believe the doors opened at eight so you had about two hours to show up and get in the doors and then you got free admission <coughs> so remember taking advantage of that a couple times so that was kind of nice but uh it is what it is right it is what it is life goes on so i said i'm out here for a little bit of a walk today today being sunday and i ran yesterday so today is a walk day Still keeping up with my every other day plan as much as I can, but been having more issues again with this bloody ear and sinus thing. So don't know when the last time I talked about this was. Probably last podcast. Who knows, right? Again, 
lost track of so much stuff since uh, so much looks the same day to day when you do not hop in your car and go to a job Monday through Friday, but your job is across the hallway in a different room than the one you sleep in. So, anywho. So, yeah, so this ear infection thingy came back uh, June the 6th. That was the first day I started noticing I was having my symptoms again. And my main symptom, since I have chronic issues with my, particularly my left ear, is a headache. It's a headache that sits on the top of my head. It feels like, kind of feels like you have an elephant sitting on your, standing on your head with one, with one foot. That's where all the pressure is, right at the top. Well, that headache hung around for 33 days. You heard me. 33 days. So I had antibiotics, which didn't do anything. I'm now seeing a different ear doctor who uh, prescribed me some different antibiotics, which thankfully, after 48 hours, are starting to do something. My headache is definitely lessening. Um, uh, I still have a little bit of it, but it, I mean... It's much improved, so definitely the, these antibiotics are doing the trick. And I have a follow-up appointment again tomorrow, so. But yeah, it's, and I've had all this sinus nonsense going on, so I don't know. Could have had a combination sinus infection, ear infection. And uh, <clears throat> when I get ear infections, they're always inner ear infections. They're not like what normal people have, where they have which referred to as a middle ear infection, you know, something that affects your tympanic membrane or your eardrum, right? I have a big hole in my eardrum, so anything that gets into my ear can go right through my eardrum and into my middle ear, and then it can start going after the mastoid bone, which is not good. Or those three little bones... Incomalus and stapes, or hammer, anvil, and stirrup, if you prefer the non-Latin versions, that connect, that are supposed to be bouncing off of your eardrum, that take that signal and send it to your inner ear, otherwise known as your cochlea, and send that nerve pulse off to your brain when you actually interpret that as sound. Yeah, I've kind of done this before. So... So, yeah. Morning. Bit better than all the rain yesterday, huh? Huh? I see. Yeah, hope you have good luck. street let me know that she's having a yard sale and there's a topic for folks what do you call it where you live is it a yard sale is it a junk sale is it a garage sale 
Is it a rummage sale? Those are the main terms I think I know. So around here in South Central PA, it is a yard sale because it appropriately happens on your yard. In Central New York, it was a garage sale. Even if it happened on your yard, it was still a garage sale. There could be absolutely no inclusion of your garage in said sale, but yet it was a garage sale. <clears throat> I know some people refer to it as a rummage sale, and probably the least popular one is probably a junk sale. But even a junk sale is probably more appropriate term than what New York did in the garage sale that did not include the garage. Because definitely some things at a, at a garage slash yard slash rummage sale are in fact junk. So at least that part was accurate. So anyway, don't know how much. Uh, she's going to have on this road on a Sunday with a yard sale. Unless she's got signs somewhere. But it was a rather petite yard sale. So, mostly clothes. Can't imagine that goes very well at yard sales, but I'm never a big fan of that. Of course, like most people, I mean, you think most everybody's probably had a yard sale at some point in time. I always hated it. I always hated having to sit outside and wait for people to haggle with you over stuff you wanted to throw away. Right? You know? I know you price something for a quarter, which especially now. I mean, what the heck can you even get for a quarter, right? People will come out there and go, no, I'll give you a dime. You know? As if this makes them, you know, Johnny Entrepreneur because they can nickel you down from 25 cents to two dimes. Mm-mm. Never understood that. It's still crap I don't want. So, there you are. Because if I wanted it, it wouldn't be outside on my yard, would it? So, there you go. Anyway. <sighs> Look at all the chicory we have. It grows wild around here. One of my favorite flowers. Of course, the tiger lilies are out. The wild tiger lilies, also a favorite of mine. But July is my one of my favorite months. And not simply because my birthday happens in it. Well, that's a good reason. It's just everything is very alive in July. Trees, birds, even the bugs. And everything is very, very lush and green. I like that. Ooh. Monarch butterfly. 
And July usually is one of the busier months for my favorite bird, the hummingbird. We usually have a hummingbird family that makes a, uh, a home in uh, the tree in front of our house. We have a big Japanese maple in front of our house. And there's always a hummingbird nest every year in that tree. As we have two hummingbird feeders. So, get to see them uh, zip on over, take a drink, and zip back off to go find some more nectar at other places. And yeah, we keep them here till about uh, September, probably about mid-September is when you start to notice they're not around anymore. If we get a normal summer here, we usually start seeing them about the end of May. It's usually by then it gets warm and stays warm here. But this year, not so much. I haven't really seen a whole lot of them this year. But uh, finally saw one about a week ago. And since then, I've been seeing a lot more of them. So apparently it wasn't just me that noticed it wasn't as warm this year as we would normally be in summertime. So there you go. All right. So what else, what else? Well, for those of you who listen to other podcasts, I'll give you some updates. So the Run Talk Run podcast will happen, and that's the update. It will happen. When is it going to happen? I have no idea. Um, again, part of the other issue with summer is the the fellows that I usually run with, particularly one fellow, tends to disappear from central Pennsylvania. And uh, I'm not planning any trips to Michigan to go record a podcast that will be uploaded and available for free. So... I have to wait until that gentleman comes back or find somebody else to run with. And that sometimes also can be a tad tricky. So, And as I mentioned, health has not been my strong suit the last month. So even if people were available, I wasn't all that available. Definitely not so much for, for walking around. It's one thing, but... You know, even the running has been less last month thanks to uh, whatever I got going on in my head. So, anyway, so that's the uh, that's the update on Run Talk Run. It will happen in the future. And then uh, JD's Big Fat Running Journey. I think what I'm going to end up doing, I'm going to make an executive decision today. I had plans for not one but two interviews, and I got the one done, I think, right before all of this crap hit me, and uh, it's made it uh, difficult to be ready, willing, and able to get the second interview done, 
So rather than wait any longer, I think I'm just going to go ahead and post-produce that thing today and get that out there. Since it was supposed to get out in early June, and now it's going to get out in early July. And if I wait too much longer, um, it's going to end up being mid-July before this thing comes out. So I think I will just go ahead and quickly do the... uh, a little bit of post-production that this thing requires and uh, get that out there later today. So that's the update on the uh, on the podcast. But yeah, and I'll just save I'll save the second interview for uh, for the next episode. So, all right. <clears throat> Got a uh, homage to Chris Russell coming up right now. Yes. One of my friends who always finds the reason to hockaloo whenever he records something. So, and it always makes me chuckle. You know, I actually, I actually wait for the, uh, the point in the, in the broadcast where here it comes. There it is. It's an official podcast now. Kind of like my buddy Anthony and I. We can't seem to not talk about poop whenever we get together. You know, even if we absolutely have sworn off, we are not going to talk about poop today. Sure enough, even if it just comes up as a pun, somehow poop shows up. So, you know, we all have our thing, right? Whether it's intended or not, we all have our thing. So, speaking of things... I found a thing yesterday. Super excited about. So, I found a GoPro. That's right. I found a GoPro Hero 3 Black. In perfect working order. The box, everything, there it is. Huh? You know how I found it? I cleaned. Yeah, so uh, back in, I want to say probably sometime around Christmas time, I'm guessing, in 2011, I went to, I remember it was Best Buy, and I spent somewhere in the neighborhood of $350 for this little small recording device. Because, of course, if you remember back around then... um, These little cameras were all the rage on YouTube. You know, people had them on their on their helmets. They had them on their bikes. They had them on their skateboards. You know, they had them walking down the street. Um, you know, if you went to races, people had them on sticks. You know, and they're doing you know aerial shots of people with their little GoPro camera. Well. Decided yesterday, since it was so overcast and rainy, that this would be a good day to get some cleaning and some organizing done. So I did so. And when I was cleaning my side of our walk-in closet, cleaned out this whole thing, I'm like, hey, that's right. I am the owner of a GoPro camera. Huh. So I, of course, pulled it out and went, one of the things still works. 
So, of course, you know, of course, it had no charge in it, so you had to go ahead and charge it up. It also comes with a nice little fancy little remote, so I charged that up as well. And uh, just like you did the first time I used it, I, uh, I inadvertently recorded myself looking at the camera going, hey, I wonder how this darn thing works. You know, I didn't realize I had turned it on. Um, but, nope, it works. So I uh, hooked it up to my computer downloaded the videos that were already on there and sure enough the very first video I did on this thing was a 17 minute video uh, point of view so it was on my on my head <clears throat> when I went outside apparently someday to uh, snow blow our driveway and remove what looked like about 5 to 6 inches of snow off the driveway that's all it is, it's me snow blowing um you can hear the thing and you look around. It's like, wow, I am now looking through my own eyes, as it were, back in time 11 years. Huh. So, and then there were some other ones from 2012. It was one in October of 2012 where I recorded a run at the rail trail. And the neat thing about this, I mean, of course, I remember at the time, $350. That's a lot of money. There was a fair amount of money back in 2011. And, uh... I, uh... Noted that, of course, at the time... Oh, uh, what was it, like... 7... I'm gonna get the number wrong. 790, 780, something like that. Um... Um... Resolution that I was using on it. Because, uh, of course, even back then, not everything was 1080p. Um, but, uh, of course, it has the ability to do 1080p. It has the ability to do, I think, like 1440p. It has the ability to do, I think, two other um, modes even more crisp and clear than 1080p, which is still pretty standard uh, as far as resolution goes for, for video cameras. So... Uh, you know, yeah, it was a lot of money, but it's still current. So I knocked it up to 1080p. And I took it out for a for a walk today. Now that I have reminded myself how the camera actually works, and I did a little three-minute recording. So I'll download that when I get back and uh, take a look at that, and I will throw that up on my my personal YouTube page. So, I will have that up there. So, yeah, so, so yeah, it's a true story that I really did find a GoPro. just happened to be one that I bought 11 years ago and literally haven't looked at in a decade. You know, that last video on there was, again, like October 2012, and, you know, well... I know that's a little more than nine years ago, as uh, as the calendar says today. So, so yeah, pretty interesting, pretty interesting. So, some fun stuff. Now, well, I'm waiting on the postal service, which again, I'm sorry, I'm in my mid fifties. 
it feels weird to say I'm waiting on the Postal Service on a Sunday. All right, sorry. I grew up when the Postal Service didn't even work Saturday. All right. I can still remember that. They were Monday through Friday. You wanted something on the weekend, you called UPS. All right. Those were the only fools who worked on the weekend. Forget you. So, but nope. They're seven days a week. Their service is no better. And now they're just more expensive. Battle of our government. So, anyway. They are bringing me my, my birthday radio. So, my mom sent me an Amazon gift card. So, I got, got myself a new wallet, which isn't all that exciting. But now being a ham radio operator, if I, I step outside with my handy talkie, HT, handheld transceiver. Another reason it's called an HT. Uh, and... Uh, I am stopped by a policeman because he wants to know why I'm talking on a fancy radio. I have to be able to show him my FCC license that says I'm legal to do this. And so, if you have no other business, have a pleasant day. So, so I have to have that on me. And my previous wallet was very minimal. And the uh, the wallet card actually won't fit in it, so we're not getting all mangled. So it's like, yeah, so I'll just get something slightly bigger. But bit of a sticker shock as to what wallets cost these days. You know, I mean, there are these you know all these fancy doodad ones that have like you know fidget spinners and all this other stuff on them. I'm not sure if you need that. I don't think you need a wallet. All right? I think you need something else. Um, but, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess we'll leave it there. And, uh, you know, like it's aircraft aluminum and this will last you the remainder of your life and I like it better because it costs a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be lucky if I have 20 bucks in this thing on any, on any one given day. All right. I mean, you know, I was telling that to my wife. She's like, you can't believe you spent that much money on a wallet. And I spent $21 by the way on my new wallet can't believe you spent that. I was like, that's cheap for a wallet. I know, I was telling her. I mean, for some of these fancier ones, you're start you're starting at 50 bucks. I'm like, I know, I'm like, I don't ever have 50 bucks on me. Like, Why would I want to spend $50, you know, to walk around with 10? I know, we were joking. It's like, and if I'm ever held up, it'd be like, tell you what, I'm just going to give you the contents. Let me keep the wallet because the wallet's actually of more value than anything that's in this thing. So, but, uh, but yeah, so, so that came yesterday. So that's good. It's also part of my organization. So that's all set up. And, uh, and then today I get a little travel radio that will do, of course, AM and FM. Because, you know, what radio here in the United States doesn't do that. Um, but it will also pick up uh, aircraft, so which is also AM. If you didn't know that, that's also technically on the uh, amplitude modulation frequencies. That's what AM stands for. And uh, so I can actually pick up aircraft. And it will also do shortwave, which is the real reason I got it. But that cost me $21.
So, now, is it going to be the greatest shortwave radio in the world? No, not even close, but... <clears throat> I figure I get something that'll be neat, and if I travel, you know, it's nice to have a little travel radio so that you're not stuck doom-scrolling through, you know, lousy television uh, in whatever hotel room you're in, you know? I don't know if anybody else feels that way. It's like, it seems like every, every, every hotel company has, like, the same channels that they offer, you know? And, uh, since we don't have cable in our house, and that's on purpose, folks, Every time I have an opportunity to be someplace that has cable, I'm, uh, I continue to be amazed at how little there is to watch on TV. Um, you know, kind of like flipping through the channels, it's like, I don't see how people spend all their time staring at this. There's very little to watch. You know, unless it's something like a ball game or something like that, which of course, that I get, but... I don't know. Don't get some of the shows these days. Just don't. Don't just don't see the allure. And uh, all of the cable shows. It seems like their main show is is the fictional reality show. We're going to put people together, tell you this is a reality show, even though ninety percent of this is all staged. And it's staged so poorly that you, the audience, know it's staged. But we're still going to go with this charade that it's actual a reality show. Okay. All right. Maybe for somebody. Not me. So, there it is. So, fun to listen to some, to some shortwave. I know. Listen to the... Listen to the voice of America. Which, by the way, whose home is in Cincinnati. Did not know that. Apparently they have a very nice museum there in Cincinnati. So, definitely the next time I'm visiting my buddy Kevin, I definitely have to take the time and go visit the, uh, the big museum for the voice of America. But, you know... Of course, Radio Radio London, Radio France, Deutsche Welle, which is German, for German world, um, uh, NHK, which is Japan. Uh, who else have I picked up before? I've picked up Australia before on a shortwave. Uh, that's fun to listen to. Um, and I believe I have, have I picked up South Africa? I'm not sure about South Africa. I mean, there's, there's lots of other countries you can pick up. Of course, there's lots of countries to pick up in, um, Central and South America. But, uh, you know, with the, uh, the obvious exception of, uh, Brazil and, uh, French Guiana, they all speak Spanish, and I don't. So, I really have no idea who I'm listening to other than somebody who speaks Spanish. So, there it is. Not that I speak Portuguese, 
Um, but I would know enough French that if I actually picked up French Guiana, I'd have a I'd have a heads up that I I was listening to French Guiana because at some point they would have to say, you know, you know, Guiana de Français or something like that, right? So and we go, aha, French Guiana. So oh, there it is. So you know, some of the bigger some of the bigger countries will also also broadcast in English. So, again, I don't listen to German world in German. I wouldn't know a thing they were saying other than, you know, hello, <laughs> German world, right? Um, so a lot of them also have an alternate English broadcast. But, yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that nice also because you can just have it in the background you know whereas you know whereas tv you know it's visual i mean you kind of need to pay attention to what's going on on the screen or you're going to miss stuff right whereas you can be doing something else with radio and have that just in the background and you know if it's not the most interesting thing you can kind of focus your attention somewhere else and then all of a sudden if you hear something it's like oh wait let's listen so Always been a big fan of radio, so not surprised I eventually ended up an amateur radio person. So, anyway, in the shade of some lovely cedar trees here. We're going to go down to our X here. Literally, there's an X on the ground here. I'm not sure what it. Uh, when it signifies, but PennDOT put it here for something. I'm assuming it's uh, it's a mark from where they were doing their um, surveying. It looks like that kind of a mark. Like, we're going to put our, our tripod up here and we're going to survey from this particular spot. So. But I use the same route for my runs, so... I know my turnaround is at the X. Literally. So, back in the shade of the cedar trees. Soon to get off the very busy Snyder Corner Road. Which will get busier and busier today because this is a country cut through. So people are not looking for anything on the road like the last lady who was cutting the corner and I think decided to cut the corner adjust her radio stare at herself in the rearview mirror to make sure that her lipstick was good and then only at the last minute look up and notice hey there's a pedestrian right in front of me I need to move so one of the reasons why I normally come out here early before people wake up because it's safer uh, there you go alright that was 40 some odd minutes of yakking I think that creates a, uh, a proper podcast longer than usual for this but uh, I think that'll hold me for the week I have a very very busy work week coming up this week so I have 
I have two weeks of work. So this week and next. And then yours truly is on a week's vacation. And uh, I may have mentioned it before. I don't normally take vacations in July. Um, you know, normally I, uh, I like to take my vacations either in the spring or the fall or in the dead of winter. So I don't have to drive to work, but I haven't had to drive to work in two and a half years. So that issue is uh, no longer an issue. So. so there it is. So hopefully this has been fun to listen to. <coughs> hope you're having as lovely weather as I am here. And if you're not, well, then I hope you at least get this weather tomorrow. You know? that's what we should all do in this planet, right? We should all wish good things for each other. You know? That's why I've stepped away from the news. There's just too many people out there wishing badness on other people because they disagree with them over something. Let's just face it, folks. We're going to disagree on things because we're unique. We're individuals. That is just... That's just humanity, all right? problem with that now is the time to make a lot of money and get yourself that private island that you can live on and not have to deal with the rest of the world because that's really the only way you're going to get away from it so but just really think if we were spending more time wishing good on other folks i think we would have an easier time talking about those things that we disagree on There's my deep thought for the day. Got to save these, the gems for the end, right, folks? That's what you got to do. So, be well. Be safe. Stay healthy. Believe me, I can tell you what it's like to not be healthy. So, I definitely do not wish that on anybody. Stay healthy, people. Please, please, please. And until we speak again, as they say in Italy, ciao. <laughs>